live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him. Look it. And the inning is over. <laughs> Look at the Sandman. He is fired up. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second, and a reaching, diving catch made by wow. Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. He blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Congratulations, young man. That is so impressive. Reeves quarterback. Hook pass now to Gabriel. And give it right back to Reeves for three. Got it! Yes, sir! Austin Reeves! What a night! The 0-1 runner goes. Pitch is taken high. Throw to second. And he is out! And you can unhitch the wagon! It's a come-from-behind win in Stillwater on opening night. Sky and long gone. Oh my goodness. This ball lands right in the trees. The deepest shot of the day from Jossie is a no doubter into the evergreens beyond the left center field wall. And it's 11 zip Sooners, a three home run day for Jocelyn Allah. 12 days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Uh, good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. Monday, April 11, zero in the morning showtime. Ah, what a weekend. Toby and TJ with you. We bring it local now across the state of Oklahoma and beyond here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. We got... Stuff to talk about today. We are now, as you heard Brent Venables say, and only Brent Venables say, 12 days to the spring game. Getting close. Getting close. We've got Major League Baseball opening weekend to talk about the Masters in the books. Baseball, softball. Got a little basketball to sprinkle in the final week into the NBA regular season. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on on a Monday morning. How are you out there, everybody? Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, hope you're able to get some rest and relaxation, potentially. Maybe some fishing or some hunting. In. I don't know. Is it hunting season? I don't know. Maybe you got to uh, go play some golf. It's a little windy. Hopefully all the uh, uh, holes were uh, you're teeing off south to north if you're playing golf this weekend. But here we go. We're back at it again on a Monday morning. 
and we're here to help you get going. Toby Rowland, TJ Perry with you. TJ, good morning. How are you today? I'm adjusting, but I'm doing all right. Well, I do not adjusting. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, what's 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 new? Drake ordered some new fancy headphones for in studio in here, and they are terrible. I just figured that out by talking into these this microphone for the first time this morning. The uh, headphones are terrible. This, this is a terrible sound. Yes. Oh, Sorry, no. Drake. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to go find my old ones. What's wrong with them? Um, they don't sound good at all. Like oh, I sound gosh. like I've got static in my ear, and you've got static, and it may be that they're so clear that we've always sounded this way. I don't know. <laughs> he swore by these headphones, and I sound terrible right now. Well, you can't. That's you're being mean right now to Drake. No, he's purchased no, these fancy new headphones. I, him and, and I fight over this all the time. He tries to tell me I don't like the headphones that were in here. When I tell him I love the headphones that are in here, you're gonna love these. These sound—they don't sound good. You're now, so are you being honest, or I'm are you being, just being obstinate so you can win the fight? No, I'm being completely honest. Like I do not like the sound coming through my headphones right now at all. So, do you know where your old headphones are? I think so. He tries to hide them from me, but I think I know where okay. they're at. We could take the time so. for you to go get them. No, I'll, I'll get them like next break. I'll them. get them next break. That's fine. That's I don't. Fine. I don't want you to have to endure an entire segment with faulty headphones. No, on no, head. no. It'll be fine. I'll. I'll make it through this segment. So you can overcome. Yeah, yeah. How's your back? Do you have a bad back now too? Why would I have a bad back? You asked me yesterday about my back surgery. I oh. thought maybe your back was hurting you. No, no, no. Uh, my mother-in-law is going to have to have back surgery, and she said, what kind of uh, surgery did Toby have? And, oh. Uh, I said, I don't remember exactly what it was called, so that's why I asked you. And, uh, okay. All right. Go. She uh, was asking about recovery time and stuff, surgery. and I said, I think he recovered pretty fast. Like, I think he felt, like, great, like, almost instantly. So. Is that what she's having? She, she didn't the know same surgery for sure. Or something different? She didn't know for sure yet, but it sounds similar from what I looked okay. up from what you had described and stuff. So I think so. I think so. Feel free to give her my information, okay. and if she would like to talk, I would be glad to talk to her. All right, all right. But uh, mother-in-law, mother-in-law, Katie's mom. Oh, yes. this is Katie's mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So no, my back's fine. My back's fine. She oh, that's was, good. That's, I'm sorry for asking. her, but that's good. Right. Thought maybe you had injured yourself again or something. Now allergies, those are one thing. My back's fine. My back's fine. You having so. a you having a flare up? Oh, you having a little the spring terrible, hitting you? Terrible weekend. Terrible weekend. My house is like uh, in sync with uh, coughing. That's for sure with what's going around right now. So. I told you you needed to get a deep cleaning in that place. Yeah, man. Probably You're just do at this point. Around illnesses. Probably do at this point. Katie uh, is on breathing treatments over the weekend, so she's got this machine in the house like. Bronx is still coughing like crazy from the COVID. I've got allergies going nuts, so you're probably right. Probably just need to get rid of all the furniture and everything. Just completely clean Were the house from you ever on your CPAP while she was on her breathing machine at the same time? That'd be cool. Uh that may like have a Star happened. Wars movie. That may have happened Saturday night as we were going to bed. Yeah, that, <laughs> I think now that you're saying that, we got home after the long drive, and I think I was. Bronx looks in the bedroom and goes, "Oh God." 
Do you guys have a living will? Just checking. <laughs> so, yeah, I do think that happens Saturday night. That's a party right there. That is exciting. Saturday night and Friday night. It would happen Friday night, too, because she got home late, so I was already in bed. Jeez. So, yeah. Well, we got to get your house feeling better, man. I know. It's springtime. I know. It's springtime. That's what's kicking our rear. So, yeah. No, no lake this fine. weekend. I'm Nobody fine. felt like going to the lake this weekend. Here. Uh, no, no, no. I, uh, we had the big mid, uh, S- uh, Scarborough Fair. Oh, that's right. That's you right. went down that's to right. the Scarborough Fair this weekend. Watch Birds uh, of Prey. Watch Miguel, Don Juan and Miguel. Who are these people? Uh, they're these, the show, uh, these... the performers. They perform shows, you know. Okay. You got the one old man that has his trained birds that looks like he's straight out of Game of Thrones. Now this bird will hunt a rat and see it from 17,000 miles away. And as the rat jumps through the field, he will jump on the rat and rip its head off and eat its blood. And then he'll... Is the main appeal of uh, these medieval fairs that you guys like to go to, is the main appeal the food? Is it the... Is it just the time period that really hits a chord with you guys? What is it about medieval fairs that makes you guys want to go to them? Uh, the people watching is outstanding. Okay. I think this I is more that. of a, it was such a major part of Katie's life because growing up her mom uh, worked for and did a lot of the advertising for, uh, marketing for the medieval fairs. So Katie was always out there and a part of it. It's near and dear to her heart. Uh, I think she so. She grew yes. up doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She would also like you to know she's listening. She's not sick right now. These breathing treatments are for she's been diagnosed with allergy-induced asthma. So she's not sick, yeah. which I got like you. you Chloe, to has to, Chloe has yeah. to do those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think it's just near and dear to her heart. And uh, like I said, the people watching is outstanding. You can't understand how some people let other people leave the house in this way. Yeah, you like uh, you like to go to the Renaissance Fair too, though here in Norman. Yeah, which yeah. is similar. So I didn't know if there was this just like is the medieval about fair medieval times this... that really struck a chord with you guys. <laughs> this is the medieval fair in Norman on crack, is what this is. Uh, imagine it about I don't know, ten times bigger with a hundred times more people. So hmm. it's uh, it's quite the show. It's quite the show. Did you get a turkey leg? No, I had a smoke, a jalapeno smoked sausage sandwich with grilled onions. That's what I had. That sounds great. No, it was great. It was good. That sounds big time, actually. Then we had a little babe's chicken on the way home for dinner. Holy cow. That's big time right there. Woo-wee. Boy, you guys ate well this weekend. That's right. That's right. Nice. So. Well, all right. Well, I'm glad you had a good week. Did Bronx go with you? You had a good time? Mm-hmm. Does no. he dress up like a tiny little medieval person? No, he, he does not dress up. A little he, suit of armor or anything, run did, around? Did not dress up, but had a good time, yes. <laughs> he loves did Don Juan and Miguel. Did you watch some jousting? jousting? They had jousting and stuff. We didn't watch any of that. He loves Don Juan and Miguel. They're the comedy show. Okay. Even though it's been the same show every year. I think they said, said this was their 37th year. I don't know that the show's ever changed. But it's still I great every comedy, year when you see uh, it. I saw a comedy show this weekend. It's called George Frazier. Yeah, <laughs> I've listened to a lot of George Frazier. He's, uh, he could uh, be uh, on stage with Don Juan and Miguel, that's for sure. Uh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> that guy is a trip. He'll, I told him yesterday, I, I think I said this on the air, maybe off. 
I said, you know what? One day of you is a treat. Three in a row might be too much. I'm not, I think I need a break from you. And he goes, yeah, that's what my wife says. <laughs> he, um, uh, 35 acres. Katie's, uh, Katie's got it down. She knows it's 35 acres. 35 acres of Renaissance, uh, festival. Yeah. Um, George, a lot of Renaissance. Festivals. George can say something like, Oh, that wasn't a good pitch. It got away from him. And I'll laugh. I'll be like, ah! yeah. <laughs> just, it's all know. in the delivery. It's just in the delivery. Hey. Just whatever George says. I heard an exchange this weekend between George Frazier and Tom Holliday that... Ooh, you can't put that on radio. And it was friendly. It was not controversy at all. Those two, they're old friends. But, you know, like, one, I think it's a baseball guy thing. But old baseball, not, not that they're old, but they've been around baseball for a long time. Old baseball guys. And one, you know, works for OU and the other coached for OSU. And, I mean, I think some of the paint came off of the walls in the room where we were. <laughs> I was like, oh my, there are not any open mics within 100 feet of here, are there? Holy cow. That's how masterful they are, though. They can turn on those headsets Unbelievable. and completely change their yeah. language yeah, and their delivery. So there was no media food. This weekend at O'Braid Stadium, they did not they supply. Didn't feed which, you? Mm-mm. I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The reception right now for OU is pretty icy in Stillwater. My experiences in football, basketball, and baseball this year, uh, Chief was hospitable. About that's about it. <laughs> Nobody else really likes us up there very much. I guess it's conference related. I don't know what's going on. Like I, nobody returned any calls or text messages or emails. There was no not that you have to feed anybody, but it's normally the case where you know, you go somewhere and they put out some food or give you some concession, and there's none. So anyway, George is giving Tom a hard time about this, right? So the second day, Tom buys pizza for the press box, hideaway pizza. He was, like, embarrassed that they didn't put out any food for the media, so he buys hideaway pizza for everybody, which is very nice of him. Sure. And Tom comes in to tell George that there's pizza out there. And that conversation was just, I mean, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. George giving him a hard time about there not being any food in the press box, and Tom telling him he's bought pizza was just, I mean, I can't even even explain to you how funny it was. This is a big-time stadium. Tremendous crowds all weekend, and they oh, can't 20, get food plus. in the press box. They what is not, going on? They they made everybody be in our radio booth from OU. They did not provide a a booth for like um, uh, administrators or anything. Usually, there's a, a booth for visiting athletic director right. and whoever travels from a visiting athletic department in all sports. Well, they said hey, everybody just. If you want to sit somewhere, sit in with the radio guys. Well, that's fine. But there's three chairs in there. So Eric Hollier was in there with us. There was uh, On the first night, there was two other people in there with us. Then the uh, second night, there was a third that joined us for like an inning and said, I can't be in here. It's too tight. <laughs> so I don't know where he went. <laughs> like he just went out and walked the concourse. I don't know. No, it was fine. It was. I'm not complaining. I guess I am. You are complaining, and you should. I'm just saying. 
I'm just reporting to you, and maybe rightfully so. I don't think they like us up there very much right now. Not that they ever have liked OU, but I think it's extra salty because of the my, – my assumption is it's because of the conference situation. So, anyway. Well, then I'm making the ruling right now. Bedlam's done after this year. No more Bedlam ever again. Can't get Toby some food in the press box. How's the man supposed to work without food? I brought snacks. I was fine. <laughs> I had my fruit and beef sticks with me. <laughs> beef sticks. <laughs> no, it was fine. I'm not complaining. It's a beautiful, beautiful stadium. Beautiful stadium. Uh, break time. We got a lot to get into today. 405-329-9000. If you want to call in, you can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line, 405-651-3439. Hey, we got to let you know who won our big OU Jimmy Austin golfer giveaway. We'll do that next, back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Ah, welcome back. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ back with you. Norman Regional you Health me? System brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Norman Regional Health Plex, the hospital, number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area, helping you with all of your health care needs. Did you get your headphones? I found them. Uh, he he yeah. tried to hide them from me. They were, they were buried up in the back. I found them. Uh, massive, massive improvement. Do they Thank just you. sound better. They sound better. Are they to all me. torn they're, up or anything? Or? They're more clear. They're, this is an older ones? set that probably will need to replace soon. But here's the thing. They don't go completely around my ears, which for some reason I like that. And whether he wants to admit it or not, these sound better than the new ones he just bought. Right. And maybe that's because I, like I said, the quality's so good on the new ones that I'm hearing everything that I don't want to hear. If that makes sense. So headphones are a little bit like a pillow. Uh, when you get one that you really like, there's a real comfort level there. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I, I like I get these. that. I'm not. I like these. I, I, I know a lot of guys in my business that travel with their own headphones everywhere they go. They like refuse to refuse to wear another pair of headphones. They just it's right. like their baby, you know. So I get you. You found one you like. <laughs> it was it was my afternoon on Friday. So these headphones come in, and uh, <laughs> Teddy Lehman's up front in the, the front uh, uh, conference area, and he's like, "What are these?" New headphones. Hand them here. He's looking at Mario's. These look really nice. You got a doggle? Hold on, I got one. And he like plugs it into his phone and he's like, uh, <laughs> puts them on. And all you hear is. Ted's got Tool cranked up, slapping his hand on the desk <laughs> and like bobbing his head. And he goes, These will work. It was my Friday afternoon. <laughs> so they were what, Ted approved. Did, they were Ted approved. Well, I could totally see him. What did you call the thing that connects the phone? The dongle to the or headphones? whatever they're called. Yeah, the little uh, white piece, yeah. the little cord that goes. Dongle. The, dongle. Dongle. It's There's got an, an N, N in, in it. Yeah, oh, dongle. 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 
Yeah. Oh, whatever. It's it a is. little more uncomfortable than than you. <laughs> it's a dongle. Uh, this Air Comfort Solutions texter says sharing headphones sounds unsanitary. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. Um, hmm. is it? Some people use their it's, own here. Ted's got his own that he brings and uses. Piggy would like to say good morning. Good to morning. You. Good morning, Piglet. So, yeah, they get wiped down. So, Are nobody's going to use away these. Some free golf. Yeah, I've got. Hold on, let me get my list here so I can write these down. Okay. All right. First off, we should say um, it's a very unfortunate Tiger didn't win. I uh, remember TJ had agreed that if Tiger wins, we get to call him Timmy for the rest of the year. But uh, Tiger did not win. We can talk more Tiger here in a bit. But I have in front of me, TJ, our three Masters winners from our OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club Masters Golfer giveaway last week. First, second, and third place. And we'll start from third place. Third place wins a free round of golf at the OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club. Uh, this person had Shane Lowry. Now, Shane Lowry and Cameron Smith tied for third. But as we explained on Wednesday, when there is a tie, whoever had the lower final round uh, is the tiebreaker. And Lowry shot a 69 on Sunday, Smith a 73. So Lowry gets third place. And that is Kim in Edmond. Kim in Edmond, which was a man, TJ. Remember, Kim. we thought his name was Ken, gotcha. and he said he corrected us to Kim. So Kim, Kim in Edmond, Edmond gets a free round of golf. Congratulations, at golf Kim. Club. Second place was my pick to win it. Rory McIlroy had a big final round to charge into second. Shot a 64 on Sunday. Finished at seven under overall. Pig a big Rory fan. Landon in Richmond, Virginia had Rory McIlroy. Oh, man, that's going to be a long golf cart ride. Landon it hopefully visits Norman once in a while and now gets free round of golf for two at the Jimmy Austin Golf Club. Congratulations to Landon. And the winner, who had Scotty Scheffler, a dominant performance by Scotty Scheffler this weekend, 10 under par, three-stroke victory, is Brent and Moore. Ooh, Brent coach. and Moore had Scotty Scheffler and gets a round of golf for four. He can take his buddies out to the Jimmy, and they can have a great day. So congratulations, Brent and Moore, Landon in Richmond, Virginia, and Kim in Edmond. You are our winners of the OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club Masters Golfer Giveaway. Just uh, give me a call off the air, guys. I'll get some contact info from you, and uh, we'll get that over to the fine folks at the Jimmy and get you set up. So, And a big Remind thanks over the weekend for our uh, Masters leaderboard updates from Blue Collar Drainage Solutions as well. So thank you to them. We will do it again, folks, uh, for every major this year. So if you're new to the show, tune back in for the PGA Championship at Southern Hills in May. We'll do that again. And then, of course, for the U.S. Open and British Open at St. Andrews again this year, a little bit later on in the summer. 
but there you go. I'll share those winners again in the 7 and the 8 o'clock hour in case those people aren't listening that early this morning. Did you watch any golf this weekend, TJ? I know, I know you're not a huge golf yeah, guy. Yeah, a little bit, but any? once Tiger kind of uh, faded out, uh, I fade out with him, so not as much as if he would have been in contention. It was fun to watch him, though, man. Oh, man. I mean, he he played – that opening round 71 was his best round of the weekend. Uh, but he made it 72 holes. Didn't It wasn't super sharp. I You know, it was funny how – like, my expectation was, boy, I can hope he makes it through the first hole. And then I was like, holy cow, he made it nine holes, you know? Right. And then I was like, he made it an entire 18 holes around and shot a 71. And then the part of my brain kicked in, like, I wonder if he can win this thing, you know? And then, <laughs> like, disappointed, like, come on, Tiger. What are you, what are you doing? Are you hitting it there. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, oh, he's like, oh yeah, he hadn't played golf in 13 months. He's probably not going to beat the greatest golfers on the planet right now. So, but a uh, inspiring and uh, special performance. And now I, I hope he uh, goes back and gets rested up and gets a little stronger and appears in Tulsa. That's the hope now. I hope he he's won in Tulsa, so obviously he likes the course, right? If I was Southern Hills, and I don't want to tell them how to do their business over there because they're very good. But if you want Tiger to come next month, briefly, not permanently, but briefly, I would change the name of the course to uh, Southern Flats. I'm afraid the hills part of it might scare him away. You know what I mean, TJ? I know he's been there before, but just change the course to Southern Flats for <laughs> the tournament. Especially after he says he's going to pick and choose now, that he'll he'll yeah. be uh, careful on where he decides him to play. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll be. I think he'll be there. It's a major. He's won there before. Uh, he's got a month to rest up before it starts. So I, I think you'll see Tiger in Tulsa here, which will be very, very exciting. I think uh, he'll probably stay at George Frazier's house. But why wouldn't you? We shall see. Uh, I think George lives within oh, a couple of steps of the golf course, and he's renting out rooms for very high prices during the golf tournaments, what I understand. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> break time, break time. Coming up, we got to talk some baseball, Bedlam baseball in the books. Got I'm headed to Amarillo here in the uh, not-too-distant future. We got uh, NBA to talk, too. Had a big injury for your guys, I think, yesterday, potentially anyway, TJ, and we got to Figure out exactly where the thunders stand in this draft process. Plus, we're going to hear from Brent Venables this morning. He met with the media on Friday. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. TJ, did you hear any nose whistle this weekend? TJ! Sorry, what was that? I was getting some information on the air. Uh, off the air. What was that? Did you hear any nose whistle this weekend? <laughs> Not that I noticed, but I've n I've never noticed it. So, <laughs> Jim has a thing for nose whistles because it was either Friday or Saturday. Oh, so I guess it was Saturday because it was televised. Uh, he thought the TV guys' noses were whistling uh, going back and forth listening wonder, to you and George. I and Jim them. has a uh, uh, TV with... 
<laughs> I think it might be his TV whistling. Built-in yeah. nose whistling. That's or right. Radio or something. I, don't... I, I did not I notice you, any, I was though. conscious of it. He, he was in my head. <laughs> Jim was running laps in my head all weekend because all weekend I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, don't whistle. Am I, am don't I hearing whistle. any nose whistling? Don't whistle. Am I hearing any nose whistling? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, somebody out there, let me know if you picked up any nose whistling. I will say this. Your tweet on Friday deserved more traction. I thought it, it would get a lot of traction. Just crickets. Nothing. Brilliant. Brilliant tweet by you. Thank you. I don't, I don't, I think it went over everybody's head. Too I liked it immediately. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. You're just way too highbrow, I think, for the average person out there. I, I, we will. Are, we, I say we were laughing at you Saturday night on the way drive back. We uh, nice. were listening to you, and uh, Katie was like, "Boy, somebody get this man a hamburger." <laughs> you were like, "You smell that, George? You smell that? That smells so Dude. good. Those burgers okay. smell so good, George. You smell that?" <laughs> yeah. But now I know you didn't have food in the press box. I had no food in the press box, and I was eating uh, uh, fruit and beef sticks. <laughs> So, I've talked about this before, but I like almost everything about that stadium. The backstop is way too close to home plate. It played a major factor in the series this weekend. But other than that, I the thing I like most is these corrals, and I've talked about them before. They've got, I think, 18 of them, somewhere in that ballpark, 15 to 18 of them, in the outfield and down the right field line. I asked the financial situation about them, like how much they cost and everything, and because uh, I think it's one of the things that that OU should look into when they do their refurbishments, and they are. OSU got the idea from Mississippi State, I believe, uh, for these corral little things, and they are—I don't know the measurements. I'd say twelve foot by twelve foot, maybe little covered areas across the top of the stands in the outfield and again down the right field line so it's a covered uh there's a, you're you're protected from the elements it's a covered area and you also get seats out in front of that um for twenty five hundred dollars that's how much it costs for the season okay mm-hmm. so you get this corral uh for the season for twenty five hundred dollars it comes with a pellet grill and a big, like, uh, locker. You know, it's a big storage bin is what it is. Like you might have in the backyard to hold your pool supplies right, or something you. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, the, 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 that's what it comes with. So you get, uh, seats, a grill, and a storage bin. And you can bring your own food and drinks. So you show up at the stadium with, you know, you back the truck up with whatever food you want to grill that night, beverages, and Diet Dr. Pepper. You don't have to buy any concessions there. You just stock your corral with whatever you want for your party that night. And so you've got these 18 grills going around the stadium with the wind blowing like it was this weekend, TJ. And it's just the most heavenly smell. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's a ballpark on steroids is what it is. I mean, that's it's all night. I'm like, man, it smells great in this place. I don't know what everybody's making. Burgers, brats, steaks. I don't know what they get. A bit coming. of everything, yeah. It smells fantastic in O'Brate Stadium. And I, I think you have to buy, I was asking uh, Matt about it. 
you have to buy 10 tickets, too. You can buy more than that. You can buy, I think, up to 20, but you have to buy a minimum of 10 season tickets at $5 a piece per game. So uh, all in all, it's going to cost you about three grand. Now, what they do is a lot of people split them up, you know, like the Thunder season tickets or whatever. Uh, all of them in the outfield were sold to fraternities and sororities. So all the kids chip in 50 bucks a piece or whatever, and they've got a corral all year to go party in and watch the game. And they all bring their food and drinks and uh, just have a place to camp and, you know, mingle. Watch the game or don't watch the game. But that's where everybody goes to hang out is the baseball games. Right. A lot of the other ones are bought by adults who I know uh, Matt said he shares one with a buddy of his. And so they each pay twelve fifty a year to have their corral. And you can host clients or you can just bring your family and camp out. It's brilliant. It's great. It's great. But, yeah, the smells on Saturday night were definitely uh, getting me because it smelled fantastic. <laughs> now, nobody offered me any food. I uh, would frequently go up and down the stairs between the corrals because I had to go through them to get to, you know, pregame and postgame interviews and stuff like that. And uh, LSU, remember how everybody was offering us jambalaya and all this kind of stuff? We were at LSU. Uh, hey, come eat with us, all that kind of stuff. And then they dump cheese on our heads during the middle of the game. But <laughs> I'm telling you, just icy glares. That's you. all I got all weekend was icy glares. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have taken one of those burgers had they tried to offer you one. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Give Roland his burger. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, I was a little hungry. I'm a little hungry. But that's a nice place. Uh 20, let's see, that's 6, 7, and 6. So that's, yeah, yeah. it was 20,000 in the three games. Mm -hmm. I mean, the eight. you add up the eight games these last two weeks that OU's played in front of, it's bumping 50, 50K. Certainly after Tuesday night, after tomorrow night, it'll be over 50,000 fans that they've played baseball in front of in the last two weeks. So it's been... Pretty cool, you know, uh, for the thought being out there that not many people care about college baseball to some people. It's been good for my heart to see the crowds in Tulsa and Arlington and, and Stillwater, and I'm sure we're going to have another good one in uh, in Amarillo. And we had one O'Norman game in there. I think there was a 1,000 fans at that ORU game last Tuesday night, but um, – I mean, 50,000 fans in nine games or so, probably north of 50,000. That is awesome, man. It is great. It is great. And they saw, uh, we'll talk some baseball coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, but uh, they were treated to two off-the-charts baseball games on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Just wild games. Yesterday was not wild, but Friday and Saturday were crazy. Crazy, crazy. But you got to make it up there sometime, TJ. I know you got a lot of medieval things to do, but at some point you're going to have to go watch a game. It's going to be interesting once we have the conference split to see what happens to all bedlams. You know, a lot of talk has been about bedlam football going forward. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens to bedlam baseball, for example, you know. It would be really sad if, in some form or fashion, that doesn't continue, even after the conference split. It's just been too too special through the years. Too many great Bedlam baseball memories 
We had another one. We had another one Friday, uh, Saturday night with. Uh, did you? You were listening Saturday night, right? Yes. Clay over Cash's walk was an all-time bedlam memory. Uh, it was tremendous Saturday night after he got ejected. Oh my god! I got to talk more about that coming up. Remind me about that. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. We'll be back. The T Row in the morning show. You have chosen wisely. T Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. T Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I use uh, community headphones to do local play by play. My Friday nights in the fall are filled with somebody else's earwax. Oh, come on now. That's gross. <laughs> got to bring those um, wet wipes with you. You got to have a travel pack of wet wipes with you at all times, TJ. That's uh, uh, hand sanitizer and wet wipes. Mm-hmm. Good to mm-hmm. always have in the always have in the bag. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wipe them down there. Uh, guys, listen to this bragging. Guys, I was at the driving range outside of Budapest on Saturday. <laughs> and, and this, Who's this? And this teaching pro saw my OU golf bag, said he was raised in Norman. He's American and also said he was once held the course record at Westwood and wasn't sure if it still stood. Had a great conversation. Small world, right? That's amazing. <laughs> I was at the driving range in Budapest. The driving ranges in Budapest, huh? Who knew? <laughs> Uh, let Toby know it's probably a no-go on Southern Hills per Tiger's interview after the Masters said he's planning on the Open in July, though. Oh, mm. really? I didn't hear that. Mm. That's disappointing. Now, explain this. So, here's my situation on the ejection on Saturday night. <laughs> it, okay. it ha- so, I need, to, I need details because we got home, turned off the car. I had to unload the car. I'm getting some stuff organized. And I come into the bedroom, and Katie says, OSU's coach just got thrown out, I think. But she had just turned on the TV just a little before this, and I said, oh, he got thrown out? Like, what do you mean? She goes, I don't know. I just heard him say that he got thrown out. And so a minute later, a little bit later, they go past the dugout, and I'm like, well, he's right there. There's Holiday's right there. She goes, well, maybe it was OU's. Uh, maybe it was, it was Skip. According to Dari and Kyle Peterson, it was Clay Overstreet that got ejected. <laughs> so I said, and a little bit later, Skip comes out for a pitching change or something. I go, well, there's Skip right there. So I was completely confused on who had got thrown out or why. So I don't know details because it happened in the time I turned the car off, unloaded the car, and got into the bedroom, and they had already quit talking about it. So I didn't know any details of what happened. So our ump Saturday night's name was Mike Morris. And he showed up in a bad mood. I don't know what's going on in Mike's life right now, but he showed up at the stadium in a very bad mood Saturday night at everybody. I think him and Cash, well, I know him and Cash had words on Friday night when Mike Morris was coaching at first base and Cash was the first base coach. So they had they got crossed with each other a little bit on Friday night. Now he's the home plate umpire on Saturday. And this is very early on. I think it was the second or third inning of the game. Uh... There is a controversial strikeout to end an inning of Sebastian Orduno. Looked like a pitch was inside and he had a called strike three. Well, I think the next inning, 
it looked like Reggio should have struck out and he didn't ring him up, and then the next pitch he hits a home run, something like that. Something, I don't know if I have the right sequence that of events. Guy, by but by the way, don't get me started. Reggio Saturday night was otherworldly. So anyway, you, all of a sudden you see Mike Morris take his mask off and start to walk toward the OU dugout, and he gets about halfway there and he gives the old heave ho sign, and it's it's over Cash. So Cat, for those who don't know, Cash sits by Skip during the game and is kind of the bench coach whenever OU's batting. Uh, then when they're, I mean, sorry, when they're when they're pitching, when they're batting, he's the first base coach. So uh, he's sitting next to Skip, and I think there was some confusion because body type they're kind of look alike uh, to a lot of people. So I think a lot of people thought maybe Skip got ran, but it was Cash. So anyway, uh, Skip goes out to ask Mike Morris, you know, what's going on, and calm him down. And in the meantime, Cash has got to figure out how to leave the field. Well, in this beautiful new stadium, and it is beautiful, there is no underground tunnel, and the it is kind of bizarre that the locker rooms are not behind the dugouts. You know how most baseball stadiums, the locker rooms are right behind the dugouts. Mm-hmm. The OU locker room is in left field. And the only way the visiting locker room is in left field, beyond the left field wall, the only way to get there is to walk all the way from the first base <laughs> dugout to the left field wall. And Cash comes out, and he's like, how do, I, how do I get to my locker room or whatever? And the umpire points, you got to walk. So he walks from the dugout all the way across the infield, across the outfield, and he walks at the slowest pace you've ever stroll, seen in your life. A Sunday stroll through the uh, ball he's yard. He's like, if you're going to eject me, you're going to have to watch me. So the whole stadium is watching Clay Overcash walk. <laughs> Almost at a snail's pace, it was the greatest, man. And obviously, he's getting heckled the whole time by OSU fans and does not give a rip. That's awesome. It was fantastic. Then he was—he couldn't coach yesterday either. He's suspended for a game. If you are an assistant coach and you get ejected, you get a one-game suspension with it. So, But my man Mike Morris had him a hard night Saturday night. Top of the hour. We'll be back. 